Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. So just to bring things down to the dark depressing realms <laughs> of uh, horrible gigs, we, you know, obviously, you've, how long have you been gigging for now? It's quite a while, yeah. I'm going about 13 or 14 years, I think, yeah, at this point now, yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah it's a long time. I know, I know like, the years do clock up, Cormac. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly grinding away yeah. year after year. Obviously, along those 13 years, there have been some amazing career highs, obviously, but I don't want to know about them. I want to know about the grippingly horrible lows Thank and some of the, no worries no worries yeah. <laughs> we'll get to the happy times later but um, obviously in those 13 years there's some gigs that are just horrifically bad but for you what have you um, what have been some of the more hilariously bad ones that you've done well, one thing you've triggered a memory oh, out no. there, but all you're talking about is it's a particular moment that happened in a gig uh, about five years ago, I think. Basically, it was a moment after a joke that I had told very often. Yeah. I, I was kind of used to it and I knew what the normal reaction to the joke was. It's an anecdote about the time Chris Brown came to Dublin and Chris Brown went onto the stage and he said, good evening, Dublin, it's great to be back in the UK, right? So I can say that in any comedy ever and the whole crowd would go, oh, oh my God, I can't believe Chris Brown said that. What did they just say in Ireland of all places? And that's, just come to expect that as a reaction. But I went to do a gig in a place called Poynton, which is not not too far from Manchester I think it's like about 30 miles outside Manchester and I did I was a gig in a working dance club and I don't know if you know the kind of setting that that is but it's you know pints the lads England flags up uh, around the, you know decent people but at the same time you know there's certainly a very yeah. uh, you know a, a teary eyedness as English nationalist but anyway I went on stage and uh, I think Damien Clark you know Damien yeah he's been on he's done this as well yeah Yeah, Damien brought me on and I did that joke and instead of going oh oh the whole crowd just went yes they cheered the idea of Chris Brown saying the truth of what should have happened to the world (laughs) 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 wow and it totally floored me. I didn't have any answer for it. I didn't know how to... I didn't know how to uh, <laughs> God, I don't even know how to say to you now after that's happened. My God. 
<laughs> I know, I know. So yeah, I mean, now fibre is on in the middle of Brexit. <laughs> I can, <laughs> I can see. Oh yeah, that's what that was about. Um, yeah, it's all become uh, clearer now. God. So how, how did the rest of that gig go then? It was actually kind of fun. I mean, like it was just the moments, just kind of you know the way you have moments in stand up where you're like kind of ah, oh, I'm just speechless, and that's not <laughs> my job here. My job is to have some. Yeah, kind of the one thing you've got to do. Yeah. Talk. Up, yeah, yeah, and I hit that pleading nothing. I was like, "Oh my god, guys!" <laughs> I made a whole series of assumptions. <laughs> 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 god, that's yeah, because you'd never think of that, would you? You'd never think that no. that was the reaction. You'd be like, "Oh." No, you think that it's just pretty much understood around the world that, you know, Ireland have a right to independence. <laughs> but some people slightly differ that's, on... That's on, too far for some people, yeah. Uh, God, well, yeah, that, that's yeah. that's an impressive one. Yeah, there you go, yeah. So it's not even a whole gig, it's just even a moment, just a joke, uh, just a moment, just a statement within a joke that uh, <laughs> that went, <laughs> went awry, as I say, yeah, yeah. God, so any other then moments in other gigs that you've done, any other... Uh, have you toured a lot of the other kind of English nationalist comedy scenes? I've done, yeah, well, I do I do a fair bit around the place now, and I guess you definitely keep an eye on, you know, the places you're going to and yeah. whether they voted remain or leave. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a pretty good um, indicator. So apart from that English gig, has there been any other ones that have come close to being that kind of awkward or bad or just terrible in general? Well, I do gig around those places quite a bit, but people are really nice. People are really decent. It's just, I guess, there's a certain kind of just the just lack of tolerance to the kind of millennial kind of <laughs> chat about avocados and crunch <laughs> and that kind of stuff. They just kind of, or you have to be seen to take the piss out of that kind of right, uh, yeah, yeah. side of uh, life. But I've been fairly good recently. I did have a pretty hairy one in Mount Joy before in the ladies' prison, which I kind of made me very eager to never commit a crime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't get stuck in there. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, just, I cracked a joke about the... I did a gig in there and I cracked a joke about how awkward it must be for the Scissor Sisters having their mom in prison with them. You know, they were in there at the time and it would have been in the news as well, but it was more a joke for outside of the prison, I think, uh, really. The very people that was happening to. Yeah, they were, like, were the Scissor Sisters in the room by any chance? They were there, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because... It, the women's prison isn't particularly it's not a big place there's not a huge number of inmates so, so did you uh, yeah, do that I joke in front of them? in front of the sisters, sisters yeah. yeah yeah yes I did certainly did oh uh, my god and, Eleanor, I, um, I, I'm terrified even just hearing that <laughs> they, actually they I can't really remember them kind of reacting pretty strongly to it but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah god get a sense of humour yeah, ladies I my lost, god I lost a lost crowd with that one for sure because I chatted to um, I chatted to John no not John Clear but, but Danny O'Brien was doing and John I think Eric Lawler were last year doing some Mount Joy gigs as well who, who, oh, yeah. who did you do the gig with in Mount Joy then for the ladies prison and how was that set up uh, yeah I think John set, might have set that one up as well uh, Garrod was on that day as well Garrod Farley and uh, John did some stuff too uh, as far as I know uh, but I, th- I think I was supposed to do 20 minutes but I think I lasted about 6 Oh, uh, minutes in total, yeah, yeah. I was uh, pretty, uh, uh, 
yeah, it, it just just clear that you know I had I had more work to do to find common ground. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Understandable, Elder, completely. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah, were you nervous yeah. doing that gig? Um, yeah, I I was pretty nervous. Yeah, I I really yeah I thought I you know I thought I'd thought I'd done my homework. You know, I thought yeah. it was going to be you know carried out on people's shoulders in their um, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Liberating the, the the imprisoned women of Ireland. Yeah, yeah, really, really thought that was going to be the case, but yeah. And how many prisoners Learned. were you performing in front of? I reckon it was about forty people in the room. What decent enough crowd? Uh, Do you think you'd get some laughs somewhere? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a tricky situation because I mean, we're all uh, out in the world, and I guess we kind of know the norms uh, around, mm. you know, kind of going to the theatre and. You know, it was, I mean, it's yeah. hard to describe now, but uh, I wouldn't have blamed them for not having a huge amount of respect right. for, <laughs> you know, the performance. I know, um, you can't go in and crack jokes about the latest Marvel movie, can you? And be all like, oh, no. God, you see that? Anyone? Batman? Ben Affleck? Exactly. What? That's it, yeah. Yeah, you've got to find out what the last movie they saw was. <laughs> that depends <laughs> on the crime, doesn't that. it? <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, yeah. <laughs> like the murderers, if they're in here yeah. at least 10 years, it's probably Austin Powers or something. Maybe you could work off... Uh, something yeah. like that wow because I, I don't know if I'd ever have the balls to do a prison gig so fair mm. play that's kind of whoa I don't know well yeah I hope they got something out of it even if they thought I was a bit of a, a tool <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know you're just going in there to cheer them up maybe the, yeah they got that out of it at least yeah happy days so listen apart from obviously some of those gigs which are just kind of par for the course in, in doing stand-up comedy as a professional what have been <laughs> in over your 13 or 14 years your personal favourite gigs you've ever done you see this is going to make me sound like a total prat now going on about oh I did these great gigs uh, <laughs> oh well then how about how about uh, we frame it as in what was the least shit gigs you've ever done the least terrible gigs I've really enjoyed gigging in America when I've done there which if there's anybody for American immigration listening I didn't get paid uh, for them uh, but, uh, one of my favourites actually was, uh, I did a gig in Chicago in Zany's comedy club cool. and sometimes people you know sometimes people drop in uh, famous people yeah. they, they can do that and uh, on that particular night Rosie O'Donnell uh-huh. uh, dropped in Amazing. she yeah she just moved to Chicago um, to take over from Oprah Oprah had stopped doing her show and this, the whole thing with Rosie O'Donnell is going to take over I actually think she'd moved into Trump Tower at the time I remember hearing Trump Tower in Chicago so obviously they're not friends anymore Nope. Rosie and, and Donald, but uh, at the time it must have been mustn't have been too bad. But anyway, we were in the comedy club and then suddenly all this kind of entourage came in and they said, You're gonna have to just wait around. We don't know when you're gonna be going on because uh, Rosie is gonna go on and do a set. And uh, yeah, she did. Uh, she came in and went on and did about twenty minutes and it was one of those situations where the audience are, are kind of super excited but not really sure if is it an impersonator or is it actually her <laughs> and trying to tell that and she's very she's obviously very famous over there so yeah she did a great set really funny and then she came off the stage and was we all tried to follow her then. <laughs> uh, but she was super super nice afterwards stayed out around and watched people and you know kind of said nice things about oh, her cool. did you get to, so did you get to meet her and stuff I did I got to meet her and she was she was really nice uh, yeah said some nice things so that was yeah that was that was a nice a nice moment oh, pretty memorable 
Yeah. 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 Oh, out of the festivals then in Ireland, right? What, which would be your favourite one to do every year? Ah, Cormac, now I can't be picking. Sorry, be you can't that do that, can't you? Right, because that would be putting one promoter over the other and yeah, they're all exactly, paying they're bills. They're all lovely. All <laughs> <laughs> they all have lovely bottoms, Eleanor. They're all absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, they're both, yeah. But I actually, when, when people in the UK ask me about Irish Comet, I say try and pitch to the festivals, try and get on the festivals in Ireland because you will have the best fun. Your new show, <laughs> though, you're obviously torn and gigging that around. What's, what's that about? The show's called Success Without a Sex Tape. And uh, basically, it's an hour of me complaining about not getting enough credit for not doing a sex tape. Uh, yes. Me, vision and moment. I think people who do sex tapes are, if I take them performance enhancing on your career, they shoot you to the top. And the rest of us who aren't doing them, we're not really celebrating the fact that we're, you know, we're doing things the easy way. We're doing it the hard way. And that's to be that is, to be applauded I think that is genius Eleanor that is 100% true I never even thought about it that way those people are like <laughs> Lance <laughs> Armstrong uh, ruining the industry yeah well you see if everyone did this it would be you know <laughs> Level it, it would be, <laughs> <laughs> who would it be but it would be absolutely grotesque and it's only going to get worse as well you know soon now you'll be going for a job and uh, they'll ask you and they already ask you you know for your social media credentials can we have a look at that the next thing is going to be what's your sex tape show us your sex tape <laughs> how else are we going to know that you're normal we don't yeah. we can't see you having sex um, exactly so, be like this isn't even filmed in HD I mean we can't be accepting this drivel you're sending us exactly yeah yeah and you'll have to be you'll have to be at the gym as well you know and yeah, all that kind of yeah. stuff and looking fit so and getting Botox um, in your face and lip fillers and the whole lot yeah this is a bit of a so while we can still celebrate the fact that we don't do it you know yeah I think we should because times are changing. Changing pretty fast. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah. Uh, where are you touring that in Ireland or Dublin in the next while? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I'd love to tell people about the dates. Uh, so, we're starting off in uh, first bunch of dates are in Tralee and then Whelan's in Dublin. Uh, so, there's tickets available for those. And that's on February 21st, 24th. And then later, I'll be back in Dundalk, Dro- uh, Dundalk Rathoth and Carlow. And those uh, that are on March 14th, 15th, 16th. Yeah. Oh, deadly, yeah. No, I'll definitely see if I can pop along to the... What day is Wheelands? Is it a Wednesday or a Saturday or a... Sunday night Sunday night Even better. Cool. What's your website where people can kind of buy tickets and follow you yeah, around yeah. the place? You get me on, on Twitter um, at Eleanor Tiernan or uh, Lovely. I just put the www there in case people didn't know about websites. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't worry. I mean, that's going to catch on. Just, you know, you're ahead of the curve. Yeah. So, um, deadly. Well, thanks. listen, uh, Eleanor, I'll let you go back to your hallway watching over the, the London Eye. And thanks a million for coming on. And best of luck with your career not using sex tapes. Thanks. Thanks, Cormac. Still to come on the show, our movie code quiz is up in about five minutes' time. 53104 for 20 cents if you want to get involved. And also, Frank Cronin, Irish lad from Dublin, did a 500-mile walk. Took him ages. Just imagine how sore your feet would be. They'd be in absolute bits. But he did a 500-mile walk from San Fran to LA. Did it sleeping rough every single night. Was gigging along the way. We're going to be catching up with him to find out what was, like, the worst moments of that trek of that hashtag journey. He's on the way in a few minutes as well, along with music from Wild Youth and Hoser. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Cormac Moore. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.